Yo, 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 it's your boy AJ back with My Mind to the Mic Podcast. Do, do, do. This is episode two of the My Mind to the Mic Podcast featuring your boy AJ. It's me. I'm the host. I'm the only one. Um, no one else is here but me. Um, episode one. Just a brief little intro of uh, what you guys can expect me to do, what you can expect from the show. Pretty much, I did like a small topic at the end, which is pretty cool. And I kind of gave a brief um, intro into what this week's main topic will be, which is kind of like living false realities and and the effect that social media might have on people's perception of life. And um how things should be and you know what's cool what's accepted and you know how some people really hold social media to be king um and be like that one that they go to to really you know sway their thoughts or you know you know let them know what's cool what's not cool um you know what to wear what not to wear how to live your life who you with relationship shit you know it's crazy. It's crazy, but uh, we're gonna get getting that to a little. We'll get in that a little later. But yeah, this is it, man. Episode two. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah, I forgot the words in there. Who cares? Um, but I'm here, man. New week, fresh. Um, hit the ground running. This week has been kind of boring so far. Started. Um. I haven't done anything, man. I did some writing this morning. Uh, did two journal entries, uh, which was pretty cool. I uh, got some stuff off my mind. And uh, from here on out, it's kind of like uh, this week we'll start like new planning. Um, preparing myself for, you know, what's next for me. Uh, what's next for my business. What's what's my plan. Um, winter's coming. I mean, I know we got to get through fall first. You know, fall's kind of, I, I did planning for fall like two months ago already. So that's kind of already in play. I'll start actually, you know, implementing some of those things into my daily works, uh, my daily plans pretty soon anyway. But yeah, man, winter's coming. Um, and lawn care poppy. Uh, I don't I, I don't do I don't really do winter. I've never done winter. Um, it's good money in it, I think. It's just sometimes we have those mild times where, you know, hey, money could be dry. I, I got to find extra work, but. I need to start planning for winter. That'll be next for me. Uh, we'll see what we're going to do there. I have some plans with my uh, with my boy. Kind of in the talks of some stuff. So we'll kind of fine tune some things and actually get a grip on what we want to do with that. But yeah, that's kind of like my personal shit. That's my week. Life update. Nothing really. Um, nothing really. Just work. Work, 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 work. Trying to figure out how I'm going to stay afloat. Um, which is always always a thing of, of being a business owner. And uh that being like your only form of income um so my business really it takes care of everything that i needed to take care of um which is crazy uh and probably another episode later on i'll get into more of kind of you know how i got into my business or yeah how i got into my business you know did i take you know some people oh man you know build your money up get your shit up and no i just took a fucking blind ass leap (laughs) so that's how my shit went i just took a blind ass leap uh, I took a small leave. I was on leave from one job and kind of worked my craft and, you know, told myself that, you know, I'm not going back to this shit because it was it was kind of sketchy. The job was it, the job wasn't sketchy. The job was a secure job. But, you know, uh, office politics, I can say. 
um, they played a part of it, you know? And I was just like, I don't know. I've always just been one, like, I'm not here to kiss nobody's ass. I'm here to work. If you can't see, like, in my work that, you know, I deserve what I'm asking for or what's on the table, you can kick rocks. And that's been a lot of jobs. And I know people will, you know, no, it's not that. It's politics. It's politics. And you sit back and you look at who actually got the job, who got the advances, who got the pushes. Sit back and go, well, damn, they was, you know, kissing ass every day. So I can see why they did that. It was some cats that wasn't, didn't even know what the fuck they was doing still. But somehow they, you know, advanced quicker because they kissing ass. You know what I'm saying? I, ain't, I don't know, man. Sometimes I can shoot my own self in the foot, but I mean, it's life. It's life. I, I just keep keep rolling with the punches. That's that's my thing. I, I roll with the punches. Um, but yeah, uh, the new uh, new segment that I'll be introducing on this podcast also will be like a, almost like a something about me um, that no one really knows about. And it's, it can be anything, you know, just something people might not think about me, um, you know, and this is pertaining to this life, uh, mental, you know, shit, like where my mind is right at the moment. And this week is going to be um, my ability, speaking of rolling with the punches, my ability to roll with the punches um, and also my ability for uh, like my amount of to be very patient um, and to also just kind of, as my friends would say, I uh, compartmentalize a lot of things in my life. Um, very, very well. And I think that's one thing about me. A lot of people might not know, but sometimes that can also bite me in my ass because here I am compartmentalizing all this shit going on in my life, but I'm not actually expressing myself, you know, in the moments that I probably should express myself. So that's something about me that I'll also, and this is another thing that something about me will also be, um, something about myself that I want to fix. And that is definitely one thing that I have to fix. Like, there's nothing wrong with compartmentalizing my feelings and my emotions. Nothing wrong with that at all. But I need to start expressing it, you know, in the moment that I feel it. Especially if it's with someone that I know, a family member, friend, someone I'm involved with, relationships, shit like that, anything like that. Like, I have to be able to let you know in the moment how I'm feeling. And I feel like that's when I say shoot myself in the foot. I feel like that's another thing that's also been some of my downfalls in like past relationships is that I'll go, you know, you know, weeks, 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 months, 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 even sometimes years with shit just built up inside of me and that I just kind of push to the side, push to the back. Yeah, I might talk about it, but I don't go as in depth with it because some people, they will, as sometimes I'll come off as, um, I'm just angry, which that's not, I don't want that to be me because that's not it. Um, the reason sometimes I'll come off like that because I'm very, uh, I get very passionate in what I want to talk about. Um, so with passion, I, it might come off as aggression. And um, that's always been one thing that I wanted to fix. Um, and, and it's a process. It's, it's a process. Like I said before, I'm not perfect. Um, nobody's perfect. Nobody's 100% perfect. And if you are I don't know what lab you came from or what fucking experiment you were a part of, but hats off to you for being hundred percent perfect. If you are out there, but if you, if you, if you out there, that's wild, but no one's hundred percent perfect and myself included in that. And, um, yeah, man. So that's, that's a new segment uh, called something about me. And like I said, I'll do it every, just about every episode. And it's just going to be a little tidbit about myself that 
people, like I said, people might not know. Sorry about that pin click. Um, I, I fit on my fingers and shit, so now I have a pin in my hand. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be some shit that people might not know about me. Um, and I'm just kind of like introducing you to to me. You know what I'm saying? Like this, it's my mind to the mic. So it's gonna be more in depth about myself and um, things I'm going through, things I'm experiencing, um, things I'm working on, and you know, and like I said, I won't call it, I call it complications. Um, so working on complications that I need to, you know, pretty dissect, I need to dissect and, you know, get back to, you know, a good mindset, which I'm in a good mindset. It's just, you know what I'm saying? A little shit It's nothing wrong with self-care. Um, I think that's another thing too, that people need to realize self-care is great. And for a really, really long time, I think I neglected myself self-care. Um, in some situations that I've been in and, and that, that affected me, uh, a lot, actually, that, that definitely took a toll on myself. Um, so I will say this to anybody out there listening, um, really take time for yourself. Um, take time to really get you right. If you need to get right. And there's nothing wrong with getting yourself right. Um, I think a lot of people too, in some, in some places, I think a lot of people kind of get shunned down for trying to do stuff like that. You know, it's it's like you have so much on your shoulders. Um, you feel like, you know, the weight of the world is on you. And, you know, you just feel like you just never have time for yourself to even, you know, self-reflect on things or even create yourself um, a plan, you know, to work through those things. And even sometimes, too, even some people, like I said before, I don't want to lay my burners on anybody, but even people who can listen to you who aren't empaths or anything like that, who kind of absorb yourself or your pain uh, will be great also. But self-care is definitely, 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 definitely has to be at the top of your list. Because if you're not right, you can't be physically right for somebody else. Or you can't, some things in the world you can't handle. Um, so never forget that. Never forget that, y'all. Self-care is number one. And uh, I lost that. Like I said, I lost that for a while. I lost it for a long, long, long time. And uh, I'm kind of starting to get back into it, starting to feel it. But like, you know, and I know this might be weird to some people, too, that know me because um, I, I don't come off as that. But sometimes like I'm. I'm a very, very funny guy, like um, I would think I'm funny. A very, very funny guy. If I know you, I'll talk your ear off or I'll joke, all that shit. But truthfully, like, I'm an only child and I've, I'm kind of like an introvert in a way. Uh, Introvert, extrovert. I'm not sure why you want to say it. Like, meeting new people to me is not bad. Um, I would say being in sales most of my life has helped me kind of break some of those barriers down as far as, you know, meeting new people, being open and shit like that. But, like, really... I'm cool with being alone. Uh, <laughs> that makes any type of sense. I'm cool. And I'm not saying like alone, like I never want to be with somebody, shit like that. I'm just saying I can still roll with myself. I do a lot of shit by myself to this day. Uh, 32 years old, still do a lot of shit by myself. I'll take a fucking road trip by myself. I don't care. It's okay. It's peaceful to me. But um, yeah, that's something about me. Uh, something I need to work on. I need to be able to express myself um, in the moment. Also, that's another thing in the moment. Sometimes I'll hold off shit and I'll bring it up later on. And then, you know, it, it shit kind of get old and dating. It's like, well, damn, nigga, say something before, nigga. And it's like, I tried. <laughs> like, that's how I feel inside. But yeah, man, um, I hope when you guys listen to this shit, 
you kind of get an understanding of me. And even too, you might even um, see yourself in some of the things I talk about, which is great because this is what I want to do. Like, this is what this is. That's what I want. If you can see yourself in some of the things I talk about, please let me know. Reach out. We can talk. I don't care. I'm here. Um, and two, uh, also about guests. I thought about it. I'll, I might have some guests on this one. I'm not sure. Um, I'm okay with talking to myself. A lot of people go like, I don't get how you talk to yourself for at least 30 minutes every episode. I don't get how you do it. And it's like, ah, I do it. It's me. Just me. And um, I just go from there. Uh, we'll move right into, which I'm late with a lot of this. Because, I mean, of course, the podcast is, is, is pretty much fresh and brand new. We'll move right into entertainment. I saw Candyman. I know everyone has been anticipating Candyman, or at least the black community has. Um, I've said it twice. I'm not going to say it again. Um, that man in the mirror is what I'll say from there uh, with the hook hand. Um, we'll, we'll keep him as that. It wasn't a bad movie. Um, do I think it could have? I think it could have been released like on streaming platforms. Would have been cool, too. It had a heavy Black Lives Matter, like, you know, presence, which is okay. It's not bad. Some people go, oh my God, here we go again with the fucking Black Lives Matter shit, which it wasn't bad. It wasn't like heavy. Um, It wasn't, you know, surrounded by, oh, we're going to march in the street, shit like that. It, it wasn't that bad, but it was a Black Lives Matter presence in, in the movie. And it kind of gave the history of that man in the mirror with the hook. Uh, yeah, I thought I was gonna say that shit. I'm not saying that shit no more today. Okay, we're done. Um, but yeah, and it, it it was cool. It wasn't bad. A lot of people said it was bad, you know, because of the Black Lives Matter. It, and to me, it wasn't really scary. Um, even with you know saying the name multiple times, it wasn't scary to me. It was more. Um, it was a more stay woke nigga type shit. You know, it was more stay woke my nigga. Uh, so yeah, that's what it was. And it was, it was cool. You know, it had really good parts on it. Um, the gore was there. Uh, it was really gory, had some really good gory moments, which was pretty cool. Um, the effects were great. So overall, I would say out of, out of 10, I would give it a good seven. I'll give it a seven. I give it a shit a seven. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a seven, which is cool with me. I'll, I'll give it that. Um, so, yeah, so a hot seven. It got a hot seven for me. It wasn't bad. Um, if you haven't watched it, I would definitely at least give it a watch, at least on a Tuesday, like a $5 holla Tuesday or some shit like that. Or if you got the bootlegger, get your bootleg on, you know what I'm saying, on your fire sticks or some shit, go and get that. But I would definitely give it a listen. Um, much anticipated as far as music. Of course, we had Donda come out finally. And then we had uh, Certified Lover Boy, which is Drake. Um, both of those have been anticipated for years, actually. Donda's been, what, two, three years? Uh, Certified Lover Boy, I think he announced it. 2019 it was coming. I don't know if he gave the name for it or not. But yeah, um, at least two years for both of those that we were listening to or that we were waiting for. Um, so I'm not going to, with that being said, also because we were waiting two years, some of the songs do sound dated. I will say that. Um, I'll start with Donda first. Donda's cool. Um, I will say this, Kanye West is a creative. Uh, Kanye West is a, a music genius in a way, as far as especially production, which even the production on some of the songs to me were kind of eh, it was an eh. The features were great. Um, 
a lot of features, a lot, a lot of features. And you know what about the features? I will say, each artist that featured on the on Donda, like I don't know what Kanye was doing when they was recording. I don't know if he did like artist developmental classes, like artist development classes before they went in the booth. But each artist featured on Donda to me really came harder than some of the shit they got out on their own. Um, and like I said, this is all opinion. So if anyone has anything to say, don't kill me because it's it's just my opinion. It's okay, y'all. It's all right. I like. I mean, I like a couple tracks on the album. It's cool. Um, but another thing too, they released the the track he had with Andre. Well, Drake um, leaked it. They said uh, leaked that verse he had with uh, Andre Three Thousand, which was amazing. And I know Donda was like technically labeled as gospel, so they didn't really want any cussing. So the the song never made it, but it still should have been on there somewhere. Like, I don't know if Kanye could have went into, like, hey, we embracing the sinners of the world. So we got this track on here for y'all. Um, but it was great. Three Stacks, amazing, hands down, fucking great. Killed that shit. Um, but it, like I said, it never made the album, uh, which is, you know, it's sad. I liked it. It was really good. Like, that shit should have been on there. Um, but, yeah, like, the features were great. Those motherfucking rappers that were on there dug into their self and brought out some shit that was like, yo, this is Kanye worthy. And, and they did, they did it. We came out. It was a cool album. Uh, out of 10, I would give Donda a six. Yeah. So I'm tossing sixes and sevens out here. Like nothing. I would give Donda a six out of 10. Uh, then we're going to move right on to Drake Beezy champagne, Papa, uh, champagne, Papito, um, certified lover boy, which is, um, and I'm not going to lie too. He had an album leak, a year ago during the pandemic if i'm not mistaken and a lot of the songs were on there but he changed the name of a lot of them um so he changed the track name on but the songs were already on there which is weird with drake because he's had that happen before so he's also he's went back into the studio and kind of revamped the whole shit like like damn i can't let this shit come out like they didn't heard this shit already. it's old sauce it's old it's old it's old food we can't put it out no more um but a lot of shit he put out is he just changed the name of it which is okay it's not bad, but at the same time, it's like, Drake, we know what you're capable of. Um, so, and I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm tossing sixes and shit too. Drake gets another six to me before I actually get into some of the things that um, I disliked about the album or and some of the things I liked about it. Um, he has a track on there, was it the Too Sexy with Future, Young Thug? It's going to be a club anthem. I'm sorry. It is. It's going to be a club anthem. Uh, I've already seen niggas getting hearts tattooed. Um, cutting their hair which is crazy because it's like you a grown-ass man fanboying in and cutting hearts in your hair like cut this shit out like it's a certified lover boy with a heart in his head his name is drake his name is aubrey let him let him be uh, we don't need grown-ass man with hearts in it and it's like come on my nigga what the fuck calm down with that shit um so that song is gonna be a club hit he got another one called the one with jay-z super good um that's a good song jay-z killed it as usual, what do y'all expect? <sighs> what else we got? I will say some of the dislikes I had. Some of the dislikes I had, some of the features he had on there. Um, he has a track called In the Bible with um, Little Dirk and Givian, uh, which is, Givian is fucking amazing. I remember from his last little uh, three-pack he released, Givian on that shit was amazing. But Givian shit was so short on this one in the Bible, and it's like, come on, bro, really? 
Like you ain't give me like an album, like a song by yourself. What y'all? I mean, don't get me wrong. Little Dirk could have killed, and Little Dirk killed it. But I think his shit was still too short too. Like nigga, split that shit up. Give give a song. Give Dirk a song by itself. Like no, don't toss that. Don't toss Givian on the end. Like here, bro. He, this Givian literally had like the end piece of the bread. Like the shit good if you don't have nothing else to eat. But if you got shit to eat. You're going to toss that bitch in the trash. Um, so that's just, and once again, it's my opinion. Um, and some Drake fans will kill me. But it was a it was a subpar album. It was. It was a subpar. But I'll tell you what. Quotables? Quotables? Nigga, y'all know it. <laughs> Niggas live for a good Drake quotable, which it's a bunch of Drake quotables in there. I took one as soon as I fucking heard it. First time I heard it from Pipe Down. You said you from the streets. I live here. This is my home. My nigga said the world can have you, but the city is mine. Quotables are there. Drake quotables. I give Drake quotables of the album a 10 out of 10. Um, but to me personally, out of 10, I would give Drake a solid six, um, maybe 6.5. And you know, that's, that's being generous with it. Um, I expect more. Do I expect him to drop something else in the summer coming up 2022? Yes, I do. I feel like that's coming. I feel like he said, look, I, I promised y'all this shit two years ago. Yeah, some shit that's on the exact same shit that was on the leaked album is on here. Here, here just, just take this little quickie. And I'm coming out with some shit. But he's still breaking records. And that's not to say anything. Like, he's still breaking records. I think he's broken all just about all the streaming shit. Just about all the streaming records, I'm pretty sure he's broke, which is fucking is wild to me. Cause it's like, yeah, no. But yeah, it's like shit. I mean, nigga killed this shit. What we expect? Uh, sorry about that brief <laughs> break. I'm gonna take that. Somebody, uh, I'm reading a text. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna cut that out of there. But yeah, it's like, like, I feel like we waited so long for both albums, and I think to me with Donda, that shit is like a concert. That's a concert album. Like his installments that he did, the three shows were amazing. Um. What he did with it was great. And the album was just, eh. It was, eh. It was, eh. But, I mean, that's all I got for entertainment. Like I said, that was late entertainment, too. Other shit did come out. Uh, we had Yeba come out this week. Um, Baby Keem came out, which was a good album. Yeba's album, amazing. Her voice is just like ugh, a fucking angel. Uh, who else we had? Eric Bellinger came out. Album was not bad at all. Uh, who else? And one more. Oh, uh, Sayuri the King, the kid. Sorry, Sayuri the kid came out with his shit, and I love anything Sayuri hit drops. He dropped like four or five times a year. I feel like he like currency of like rap because the nigga rap and do R and B, so it's like he like the currency of the shit, which I love it. It's good shit, good shit, good shit. Excuse me, good shit. I can laugh to, good shit. I can listen to, vibe to, which is always a, a fan favorite. Jesus, excuse me, fan favorite for me. But we're going to move right into the main topic. Um, 
And this has been on my mind. This has been on my mind for a long time, long time. And, uh, you know, I've talked about it with people and it's just like living a false reality because of living a false reality that's highly influenced by social media. Um, and I think in the world that we live in now, it's so easily to do that. It's so easily to get wrapped up inside of a false reality that, um, allows you to lose grip of your real reality of like how you're truly living life and you know things going on around you and that's that's just living life for you that's living life for you and your significant other um how you view relationships has been um morphed into a false reality with a lot of people too um you know the post with the oh this is couple goals blah 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 and it's like um it's sad in a way because it's like things are so heavily influenced and social media is right behind it, you know, and it's like the way they can gear these things. And and the weird thing is, is that um, social media is all st a strategic plan to almost brainwash you into thinking like the way that it's to sway you to think the way that they want you to think. Um, the algorithms are all set up to persuade you and gear you and influence you to live a life that you're not or to adapt a life that you're not used to or that you don't live. Um, you have some people <clears throat> who are, I'll give case in point, relationship shit. See shit on Instagram or Facebook or I wouldn't even say Twitter because Twitter is like, Twitter's like the the angry stepbrother that just let, like, just say whatever the fuck they want to say. And it's just a good ass time. That's what Twitter is to me. Um, so I'm going to mainly focus on Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, Snapchat. I really want to say Snapchat. Facebook, Instagram. Um, Facebook to me is okay, but a lot of shit will, um, it has you think, especially with relationships. Uh, you could, you could go on there for one you watch motherfuckers do this lovey-dovey shit for eight months straight. They all together posting pictures, shitting on you with their statuses about, oh, my God, I found the one. I know y'all still looking. And they going to hit you with the, be blessed, though, y'all. Be blessed. They come and be blessed. But, and then, like, you got fucking a month later or three months in a row, you don't see no post about the nigga no more. And you like, well, damn, what happened? You told me be blessed. You told me to be blessing somebody out there for me. Like they was out there for you. And um excuse me, I'm adjust the mic real quick. And it's one of those things where it creates a frost reality because you're here you are in a relationship, but you're looking on you're looking on Instagram every day. You're looking on Facebook every day. And you see these things, you see these couples, and you know, you get this ideal in your mind that, damn, we not here. We ain't doing that. But it's like, have you ever thought, even to, and every relationship is different, but some people don't think like that. Um, has anyone ever thought like, and sometimes I'll ask, even in past relationships, I'll be like, do you even know what they do? Like, you can't mold your life off of what you see, which is the sad thing about it, because once they, they mold their life into that, there is no telling them, like, yo, that shit is like, that's for show show. You don't know what they go through outside of Instagram. They could be posting just for likes and say they posting for likes and um, posting to get sponsors and shit. You don't know what their main thing is. They could be doing this for a bag. 
And it ain't like a bag to be like, oh, yeah, we together. It's a bag to be like, we got it together because of the perception that we're giving off to the people. And it's kind of weird. It's strange to me because, for one, I've never really been um, one to really, like, expose, like, my relationships on social medias and stuff like that. And, and it's one of those things, time to time, it happens. You do it. Okay, cool. But I'm not really one to do that because, for one, also, two i'm sorry one and two but for one you're you're now you're pinning yourself on a stage is how i also think about it because now you're pinning yourself on a stage where it is i'm like i know i'm with you we gonna be out motherfuckers gonna see us out so they gonna know that's us this you me that's that's you know what i'm saying i'm you you know what i'm saying they gonna know that but sometimes too you do the you get the social media thing which is really cool because you have pan you have people who truly support it and you have people who truly like it but then you have those people who are looking and they're also plotting in their mind like oh fuck this uh-uh them niggas they looking too happy oh they smiling like that uh-uh fuck that fuck that and you you kind of enter yourself into this pedestal and you picture world and you picture life on a pedestal and you picture life on um front street which is cool not bad but like some people live for that shit. Some people morph into just a, a, a it come, becomes an addiction. And I know I know people personally, the same thing. Like Facebook to me is somewhere I can go and laugh. I post wild, crazy shit that I like, um, see crazy shit. And a lot of it is, you know, oh, me and Bay, me and boo, boo, boo. And then a month later, it ain't like you and Bay gone. Y'all not, and it's a new Bay. But it's like you don't have to do that, you know, and you goes back to you're creating a false reality that your life is better than what it is or um, things are what they don't appear, which I mean, that's a false reality. And it's crazy because so many people get caught up into it and the world that they once knew or the world that they once lived is a thing of the past and they can't come to grips with even realizing that, hey, like I'm fucking chasing this fucking rabbit that it's a never ending thing because I'll never be where I want because for one, the world of social media is always changing. So what you once thought was like, oh, this is how I got to this is how I got to dress, this is how I got to live could change in a week. It could change in a day. It can change the algorithms within fucking an hour and you'd be like, damn, that ain't cool. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I guess I don't know do this. And us as people, we get so lost behind it, which is crazy because it can fuck with you. It, it can fuck with you a lot. And um and two, um, even t like it can fuck with you a lot, period. It can mess your mind up. You know, your thought process will get fucked up. You'll start to think um, things that were reasonable to you aren't reasonable to you anymore because of what someone else is saying or what you're seeing, uh, what you're following. And it's it gets sad because the person you once were, which nothing is usually wrong with the people we are. The person that we are inside, who we are every day. But we let these things kind of persuade us and we let them kind of take over us. And once you do that, after a while, there's no turning back. And it's like, what the fuck do we do? Like, I can't get out of this. I can't get out of the rabbit hole that I've been fucking going down for the last however long. And, and I've... 
I don't even think I really let myself be influenced heavily by like social media. It's like I said, it's just a place for me to go see how people doing, um, laugh at. And two, a lot of motherfuckers are just laughing at your pain. A lot of people are laughing at your downfalls. A lot of people are in their mind saying, I told you so. And that's what shit is like to me. So social media is just some funny shit to see some funny shit, like some funny shit, share some funny shit. That's how I take it. Um, I take social media with a grain of salt, but some people really live by that shit. And it's like, it's so sad. It's so sad because then, like I said, the people you once knew aren't the people you know anymore because to them, the way they've been living is wrong. Um, the way they've been living doesn't feel like it's accepted in the world that we live in or the world that social media has created around you. And, it's just wild to think that a fucking app could persuade you so much that like you you just you lose yourself. And it's scary. Um, it goes into like the next point I had with this with this topic is being yourself is perfectly fine. No one's saying anything's wrong with being yourself. Like being yourself makes you unique. Being yourself is what really makes you special. Um, and like, and that's another thing with me. <clears throat> I think another, I think something, some things that bother people about me or that I kind of th- could think of, I don't really know what could bother. I mean, um, I'm sure it's a bunch of shit. I'm sure that can bother people about me. But I think what bother people, what bothers some people about me is that, um, I have a very good grip on not being bothered with things that go on around me. Um, Because for one, I got a bunch of shit on my mind. I'm not really here to kind of harp on things or become bothered because then that just means, oh God, it's another thing on my plate that I have to worry about. Um, And two, I kind of don't give a fuck what people say about me. And I think once you can get that through your mind or once you can get over that hurdle in life, because growing up, what do we think about? Oh, man, I don't want people to think this about me. I don't want people to think that about me. Fuck, I can't do this right here because what will people say? And you growing up in your community, same fucking thing. Um, it's like a phobia type shit. You know, like, I, oh, my God, I'm afraid. I can't do it. What are they going to say? Like, once you get to a point where you go, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck. Is what they say about me going to change how I live my life? No. Is what they say about me going to hurt my feelings? No. No, it's not. It's not. Because I'm just living the life that I'm living. Like, this is me. This is it. Um, And I'm forever growing. I'm forever changing. But once you get that grip that I don't give a fuck what y'all say. I don't give a fuck what y'all say about me. I don't. I'm telling you, you be one bad motherfucker. You 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 are one bad motherfucker. The day you can go, I don't give a fuck. The day you can even even going out clothes. The day I'm not gonna lie, y'all. Ninety percent of the shit I own is from fucking Walmart. Clothes wise, it's from fucking Walmart. Graphic tees, Walmart. Plain tees, Walmart. Used to be Old Navy, but then Old Navy started making two XLs fit like largest. I don't go there no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck. 
and nothing and it's not bashing people who want to wear designer all the time because that's you that's what makes you feel good and nothing's wrong with that but even with that it's like who you doing it for I know motherfuckers wear Gucci all the way down to the motherfucking socks and ain't been ain't been out of the city. Ain't been out of the city in fucking 18 years. Like. Like, come on, y'all. Like, what you what we doing it for? Motherfucker get Gucci down to the socks to go to the same club every Saturday. Like. Like, yeah, you a hometown hero in here, but as soon as you step out of that door, who are you? What you really represent. Like if a motherfucker asked you that and looked you down in your eye, could you answer him? Could you go, damn, this I, I thought I knew who I was. Like, and that's another thing too, y'all. Like, sit back and think about it. What do you represent? Who are you as a person? Like, um, who do you identify yourself as? Ask yourself that. And I ask myself that all the time. It's like, who am I trying to be? What am I trying to be? How am I trying to better myself? Like, those are things I ask myself all the time. All the time. Always constantly saying, what's next? How am I going to get over this hurdle? And and I do it. You know what I'm saying? You just go for it. You work towards it. It's all work. But at the same time, if a motherfucker took the club away from you, a motherfucker took your Gucci away from you, took your all your brand shit, all that fancy watch gold chain crystals this crystals that you got eighty thousand in your mouth if they took all that away like who are you at that point who are you how the streets gonna remember you you know how the streets gonna remember you or will the streets remember you because that's another way to kind of come down to like who fucking with me who ain't fucking with me you take all that shit away from you and you go to VIP the next day with a Walmart t-shirt on, some Jordan mids, um, some regular ass glasses on that you got for $5 at the five, five below. Motherfuckers gonna fuck with you the same? And if they do, bam, they was loyal for you. If they don't, you gotta think, who the fuck are you doing it for? Because at that point, you lose sight of yourself. You lose sight of... Um, you lose grips with the real reality that is life. And you go back and you hide behind this facade and this um the character you almost created for yourself. It's almost like a my player you've created in real life based off of shit you see in the world or shit you see on social media. Um and it's just crazy, but y'all, it's perfectly fine to be yourself. It is nothing wrong with being yourself. Um I tell you what, I highly recommend you just try to be yourself. I highly recommend too you get a I don't give a fuck what people think about me mentality. And that's not saying you know walk around with a chip on your shoulder. That's just saying I can roll with the punches. I can roll with it goes back to I can roll with the punches. Like do I care what people think? Yeah, I care to a certain extent, but it's not enough to go, oh my God, I got to reevaluate my life. I got to reevaluate my life. Oh my God. I've been doing this shit all wrong. But um, yeah, that was my main topic. And I, that was actually pretty good. I mean, and it's crazy. I'm going to self critique myself doing shit too. Um, that was actually pretty cool. I hope y'all liked it. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, I kind of, I mean, last part was a fucking freestyle, but I think I kind of did everything I wanted to do and talked about everything I wanted to talk about. Episode three, I'm trying to think of a topic with that. Um, 
I might even get into like, I don't know, more about myself, um, things in my past that have, I feel like have, have bit me in my ass all the time and um, things that I need to adjust about myself and, for, and work on myself about with. Sorry. Um, but yeah, yo, this is episode two. My Mind to the Mic podcast featuring me, the host, AJ, your boy. Uh, oh, shit. Sorry. Take that back. Somebody in Cleveland has a tag, your boy. I don't want to get banned or or called out about that. Um, but it's your guy. It's your guy. Um, it's your guy, AJ. Uh, My Mind to the Mic podcast. Thank you all for listening. Um, and stay tuned. I'll see you all next week. Peace.